Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. And while you're at Mid-America RV, go ahead and make your way over to gunspot.com as well for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about their website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out. So you don't even have to worry about it. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you visit their website. So again, be sure to do so at gunspot.com. And while you're strapped up, saddle up in a new ride from Roper Kia, check out their inventory online or on the lot. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to save you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. You better believe it. Once you have that nicer, newer ride, at some point, you will need the oil change and those tires serviced. So get that taken care of right here in Joplin, Missouri at Downtown Lube. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website as well at downtownloop.com for the full list of services. Not a matter of if, a matter of when you need your oil change in your tire service. So again, get that taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And let's go ahead and start the show. We appreciate everybody joining us on a, a lovely little day here. A lot of NFL news to talk about. A lot of quarterbacks to get yeah. into. But I wanted to start with Aaron Rodgers and some of the comments that he had made on Tuesday. I believe it was on the Pat McAfee show. That he's still he's still going on and he's still is being honest. Yeah, gotta Good. love that. I guess. Good for him. <laughs> uh, talked about his future and you know even made some comments that he felt like he could still go out and win an MVP. And a lot of people took took that as Aaron doesn't care about winning anymore. And I don't know. I'm so anti Aaron Rodgers that. I just don't know. Yeah, I just I almost feel like we're just stretching at this point. Like it's like, okay, what can we take to Aaron Rodgers saying and twist it? Mm-hmm. Like to come out and be like, oh, he's only thinking MVPs and not Super Bowls. The dude's thirty something, like he's almost forty, and it's like he realizes how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. Can I play at an MVP level though and bring value to the team? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be in Green Bay? Not really sure. If it is, great. If it's not, still great. I can play at this level. And that is one thing. Like the MVP talk versus Super Bowls, I get it. And I think it was Gronk that came out and was like, why are you even talking about MVPs? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you talking about Super Bowls? Uh, that's Gronk. He played tight end. He was really good. That's whatever. But the fact that he would come out and be like, if that's in Green Bay or if that's somewhere else, mm-hmm. that's what I would have a problem with. If I were affiliated with the Packers at all, as a fan, as you know, somebody in the building, teammates, mm-hmm. I, would, I would have a problem with that. I mean, and we've talked about this since we started doing Mic'd Up about the fact that, you know, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't seem happy in Green Bay. Now, he's just eventually found his way back there at the beginning of every season, but he's disgruntled at the end of every regular season or playoffs as well. And it's just we sit here and we go into the offseason like, is Aaron Rodgers going to be back next year? At this point, I think if you're Green Bay, you just move on. I mean, it just it is what it is. You you know, back to back MVP seasons. The tale as old as time. Exactly. I mean, back to back MVP seasons. After you went and traded up to get Jordan Love, he clearly wasn't ready to take over. It pissed off Aaron Rodgers enough to go get back to back MVP seasons. You get rid of Devontae Adams this year. The receiving core wasn't able to live up to it. It was a down year. Just move on with it and see what you can get. You're already paying him a ton of money. I don't know how the salary cap works anymore in terms of mm-hmm. trades with you know who pays what. They'll be able to figure that out. That's why those guys get paid millions of dollars to figure it out or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. With that, though, in the Packers, you, at some point you do need to move on. Why not just let it be this year? Right, especially after a down year. It's uh, like you know, you Seattle did with Russell Wilson. Down year, see you later. And it wasn't necessarily what happened, but that's your out. That's your opportunity to be like, okay, hey, it's time for us to start a new era. And before you have to, you know, really make a decision on Jordan Love, I think they should give him an opportunity. And maybe some Packers fans, I think there are some Packers fans out there that probably agree with us. I would give Jordan Love a chance. Like, okay, maybe you can chase one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. He comes back, and you want to chase one Super Bowl with him. You might be able to do that. Or you could figure out what you have with Jordan Love because you need to. Yeah. Sooner or later, you're going to have to figure out, can this kid play football? Because we just don't know. We have not seen enough of him. I don't remember who they were playing the the game that he came in when Aaron got hurt, and it was just like, oh, 
Like, okay, hey, look, Jordan Love's kind of slinging the ball down the field. Looks a lot more comfortable. Putting it in great spots, letting his guys go get plays. Christian Watson, they looked good. They looked like they had a connection. Probably because they're practicing all the time on the second team right. in training camp and stuff coming up into the year. So I just I think it's one thing, too, though, when you look at this. And maybe Aaron Rodgers needs a fresh start as well. Just go somewhere where you're praised more than you're being knocked, I guess, because I feel like in Green Bay it's almost just kind of getting old and it's yeah. getting stale. I feel like it's been stale for him for a while, but he's just been kind of hanging in there because it is Green Bay. And it feels like there's a couple quarterbacks that are trying to maybe work their way to the 49ers. I don't know if there's going to be an open job out there. That's what I'm wondering. Like, Even if it's not Brock Purdy, like, hey, the guy you traded up you to go take get. Trey Lance pretty he high. He is still there. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just hurt. That's yeah. it. Like he's He is still on the roster. And guess what? So is Jimmy Garoppolo. True. I, I doubt he stays on. Right. Yeah, there's. Yeah, this yeah. is the year they have the out, right? And why they or he's out, and mm-hmm. why they should have gotten some value for him last year. Yep, but didn't and kept him. He got hurt, and then you know, I guess they're probably not too upset because it did pave the way for Brock Purdy to play, mm-hmm. and he he might continue to play. He really might. Like I'm, I've hated on him. Mm-hmm. He might continue to play. We'll see. The last week that we've, I think, yeah, it was this week Sunday we talked about it. I've kind of. I want to say calm down a little bit, but it's just more one of those like, okay, hey, like, at some point defenses are going to be like, okay, this is what Brock Purdy can and can't do, and this is what he can make throws against and what he can't. So next year, let's, let's say he is a starter for the 49ers, I wouldn't be surprised if it's rough. Because mm-hmm. like, right. when you go back and you watch his last game, it was like, yes, Brock Purdy made plays, but he also made some throws where it was like, whew, like, you're lucky that ball got there. Yeah, when defenses start to figure him out a little bit mm-hmm. and make some of those adjustments. Yeah, like even a guy like Zach Wilson didn't look terrible his rookie year. Yep, comes in his second year and almost got his head coach fired. <laughs> like a head coach that had won more games than anybody in recent history, mm-hmm. almost got fired still. So it'll be interesting to see. I think we're in for one hell of an off season too. And another name, Tom Brady. I think time finally caught up to Tom Brady because he did not look good against the Cowboys. And I'm curious to see what he does. He is a free agent. He can go wherever the hell he wants, yeah. or he could retire. And I honestly, I don't know. I, I have no guess. I'm not leaning anyway. I have no idea what he's going to do, but it will be very exciting to see and to track. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, this offseason is going to be very dramatic. And maybe not dramatic is the wrong word, but like last offseason was crazy, right? Was it the month of March where it was just like every day there was something going on that we were we were talking Russell about the Wilson Russell Wilson and Aaron trade. The same day. Yes, and it was just like, what is going on? And it felt like March just lasted forever. And I was like, whoa, no, it was only like two weeks ago that Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much big stuff that was going on, and I I think we're going to get a similar. Yeah, and I I surely hope that we do. In you know, sticking with Tom Brady here, he's just, and I don't want this to sound bad, and I don't want it to sound dramatic or anything either. It's like he's just not been very good this year. Granted, he's had a lot of off-field distractions. With it, where you know, retiring, deciding to come back—that was another thing with last offseason as well, where he decides to come back. He's staying in Tampa. You get into the season. Him and his wife are going through a divorce. That gets finalized. He comes back and is like, "Well, maybe you know that distraction's gone. Here we go. Here goes Tom Brady." But Tampa has just also been dealing with all of their own issues in terms of can they stay healthy? They fired so many coaches today. Yeah. Which is also insane because Byron Leftwich was a head coaching candidate a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, and now he's fired. But back to Tom Brady, I do think he's done in Tampa. I think his post press con- or his post game conference uh, was pretty much a goodbye there, where he just kind of thanked everybody for everything and then kind of went on his way. The only thing I'm wondering though is clearly there's going to be someone that wants to take an opportunity on him or with him because it is Tom Brady. But where is that? Is that Las Vegas? Is this the time that he goes to the Raiders where he's like, you know, he's not going to, you're sticking with that motherfucker, meaning Derek Carr, which I think we've also all come to the conclusion of that's who he was probably talking about. With that, though, that's where veterans go to die (laughs) is with the Raiders. It has been. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, third time's a charm. Here's Tom Brady. I I lean that way. Like if you said Tom Brady's going to play next year, where is it going to be? I would pick the Raiders. Yeah, Josh McDaniels is also there. Yeah, not as like, oh, I think that's a great fit. But if I had to bet on it, the Raiders would be the favorite. I don't think he goes back to Tampa. Maybe even back to New England. I don't know if they would want him back, but maybe back to New England. But he does have that contract waiting for him, a very, very big contract waiting for him. I believe it's Fox. Mm -hmm. We'll see where he goes. And you mentioned Derek Carr, too. Like That's another guy. Jimmy Garoppolo going to be on the move. 
Derek Carr going to be on the move. Yep. And another quarterback, I don't think he's going to be on the move, but he's a free agent, and that's Lamar Jackson. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I know the Ravens had a press conference. Everybody was talking about how they want to bring him back, and that's great if he wants to come back. Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm rooting for chaos here. I know Matt loves to say that. I, I want I Lamar Jackson not in Baltimore. Where's that at? No idea. Don't really care, to be honest with you. I think it would be weirder to see Lamar Jackson in a different uniform than it was to see Tom Brady in a different uniform. Like he yeah, I feel like that's fair. the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And like, they didn't change anything about their uniform. But the no. way that he fits in that uniform, yeah. it's a good look. And yeah. it would be very weird to see him somewhere else. But I, do, I agree. I, I also kind of root for the chaos of, what if he did go somewhere else? And like you know, you fired Greg Roman today, and I have a we have a buddy who's a Ravens fan, our guy Hayden, and he is just like, yes, Greg Roman's finally gone. Like, thank God. He's like, we have no passing game. Like, you know, we just it, we've not had one at all. And I just wanted to be like, hey, uh, let's like pause for a second. Isn't Greg Roman the reason Lamar Jackson got the MVP? Like, wasn't that the praise a couple of years ago? It was like he's curated this offense to the strengths of Lamar Jackson, right. and then since then it was like, okay, hey, this is what we can have success with. We're going to build upon it into our passing game. And then maybe he came to the realization of Lamar can't throw the ball consistently. We can't rely on the arm to win us ball games. So me and my buddy got in another discussion. <laughs> Is Lamar Jackson a consistent thrower of the football? Can he be a guy that you rely on to win you a football game with his arm when it matters? And that comes into the playoffs. It comes into those big division games where it's like, all right, we need you to win. Now, if he's playing against Cincinnati, they probably win that football game at the same time probably. just because it was so close. But I, I don't know if they get to the next level with that. And, you know, we also broke down, okay, like who is a quarterback in the NFL that, you know, relies on their arm first? And it was like every quarterback starting in the playoffs right now. Jalen Hurts going to be questionable, yeah. but he's also two things. Taking a huge step this year in terms of throwing the football and he's got better weapons. Like, you get A.J. Brown in there, you get Devontae Smith, you get Dallas Goddard, you have Miles Sanders running the ball efficiently, and he catches the ball out of the backfield well. Jalen Hurts is going to look really good. Lamar Jackson has Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, those are the two separations with and that. And Sammy Watkins. <laughs> and Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Not forget, so, and no. Deshaun Jackson. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's just like, there's the difference there between those guys, but, you know, both primarily love to use their legs and are very effective with it as well. But again, I, the question I want to ask you, do you think Lamar Jackson can lead a team to the Super Bowl with his arm? Uh, no, but I think he can lead a team to the Super Bowl because there's so much more than Like even yeah. Josh Allen alone. I don't know if Josh Allen can lead a team to the Super Bowl with his arm. If Trent Diffler can do it, then. Yeah, but other players, I, I don't know. You can do it. But with Lamar Jackson, it's so much more than his arm because his best attribute is probably his legs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I definitely think you can win a Super Bowl with him. And I don't, I don't know that he's ever going to fit in that box of like, oh, I have to throw the ball. The thing that would concern me the most if I were the Ravens is the fact that he's never started 16 games. He's never started a full season in the NFL. Not even the year he won the MVP? Sat out probably last game because they were too good. Oh, yeah. But he, he has never started a full season. Again, some of that maybe he sat out. Yeah. But the last two years, he's battled injuries. He's, he's only started and played in 12 games each of the last two seasons. And this year, you know, interceptions were up. Last two seasons, interceptions have been up. And maybe this is a situation where, I mean, the GM talked about how they had met with Lamar Jackson today. Maybe that was one of the things, like, hey, we need to do something differently offensively because it's not working with Greg Roman. Very thankful for him and what he was able to do. But we haven't really seen Lamar capitalize again off that MVP season. Yeah. Like every season since then, the last three years, have been kind of a letdown. Yeah, and some of that has been because of the injuries as well, mm-hmm. you know. And so like that plays a big part in it. I do wonder what um, Baltimore does this off season. What do you do in the draft? Or can you, can you make a trade for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins? Like, what are the Arizona Cardinals doing? Are they just gonna have a fire sale over there and just kind of restart? Except for Kyler Murray, because you're paying him so much money. Can you get a Michael Thomas? I don't know if he's even a free agent or how that works. Can you go buy a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster who's going to hit free agency if he doesn't sign a deal with Kansas City? There's some options out there. OBJ, he's a free agent as well. I know some of these guys, you know, have also kind of dealt with their own things of injuries, but they're reliable targets when on the football field. Is that where Baltimore wants to go? It's clearly where they need to go because they haven't had that. 
But they need to surround him with some weapons, some, yeah. some good, solid weapons. Even at the running back position, J.K. Dobbins has been pretty solid. He's been hurt mm-hmm. a lot, though. Offensive line, similar thing. They're Ronnie Stanley, but he's been hurt. So, you know, and maybe that's the case, too, of surrounding Lamar Jackson with some actual talent. Instead Are we watching the Ravens turn into the Chargers in terms of, like, hey, there's talent there, just can't stay healthy? And I was going to say, like, the Indianapolis Colts, like huh. Andrew Luck era. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, we've got a really great quarterback. We don't need to spend this money on receivers or offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah. We'll just load up on defense. He's a big guy. He can take these hits. Yeah, and that's how we'll win. Lamar doesn't need all these players around him. But I think that he does. Every Every quarterback does. It's, I still think they need to figure out something at receiver. The fact that he doesn't have like a, a true number one receiver. Even if you want to say Mark Andrews is the dude at tight end, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Even Travis Kelsey needed a Tyreek Hill type. Yeah. You know, and that's I, the best tight end and the best quarterback in the league. Still needed another good receiver. Yep. And that's what the Ravens really needed. With Lamar Jackson, I assume, and again, they said it in the press conference, he wants to be there. I don't know what that's going to look like. Is it going to be a fully guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson got? Is it going to be, mm. you know, $200 million? How long is that contract going to be? And they've been negotiating these deals. They've been in talks for two years. Yeah. And have not gotten it close. I'm rooting for, I know I already said chaos, but I'm rooting for the franchise tag and then trade him. Because mm-hmm. I do, I would not be surprised if reaches a point with Lamar Jackson where him and his mom are just like, hey, like, we're fed up with this. Mm-hmm. It's been two years of just, Going nowhere. You want to use my injuries against me? You've not really gotten me any reliable talent to help. How about we just call it how it is? I go somewhere else. You guys head in a new direction. And if you're Baltimore, you hope that happens in time before, one, the draft, or two, free agency, where you can go get a guy like a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Derek Carr and just kind of hopefully you just keep sliding on that way. Hopefully. I mean, with the way that this offense is built, it is so built around – Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and he is so different than every other quarterback in the league that it would be tough to just move on to the next guy. Like with this offense, it, it, I assume they will change it since they fired their offensive coordinator. It would probably be Tyler Huntley to, they would have to slide in. <laughs> yeah. Because like who, I, mean, I don't know who else you're going to have that can do this offense, but they will probably change it. And if they got rid of Lamar Jackson, I figure they would make some some really big changes. Might even try not necessarily tanking because I don't think that's the Ravens or what they do. Yeah. But a, like a rebuild, which is crazy to think about. You have a 25 year old quarterback, and they could be. I I find myself rooting for the chaos of it all too, just because it's exciting. It's oh, not because yeah. I'm anti Ravens or Lamar Jackson. I actually like both of them, but it would be exciting. You know, last year, like you said, we saw Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers move on. Didn't think that would ever happen. Mm-hmm. Now what if we saw a 25-year-old, and he's an MVP. Yeah. A 25-year-old MVP say, no, nah, I'm good, actually. It'd be more like the NBA, and which then, is great, but it's also terrible. Yeah, because I it makes it, you wonder, <laughs> where does he go? Mm-hmm. Is Houston like, uh, booyah, <laughs> thank you. We'll take that. Is Indianapolis like, okay, finally we'll take a quarterback. Does Tampa Bay, if Tom Brady moves on somewhere else, are they in play for it? The Atlanta Falcons, what are they thinking? Carolina Panthers. Shoot, the New York Jets. Right. The uh, the Colts. Yep. Be a big one. I, uh, there are a ton of teams that need a quarterback. So there Him and Jonathan Taylor been, together could be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of takers for Lamar Jackson. If it gets to that point. I, I do yeah. think that it's probably going to get pretty messy with that contract. Ooh, here's a Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Move on from Ryan Tannehill. I mean, that's something like they're going to anyway. That's another name who's going to be on the, you know, where does he land? Right. Doesn't feel like Malik Willis is going to get that opportunity <laughs> to start. Yeah. I feel like he kind of got a little bit of it this year and it just didn't really work out. Yeah. It, I mean, there is going to be, there's going to be so much going on in this offseason. I mean, we're not, we're in the playoffs. Our team hasn't even played a playoff game. And we're talking about offseason moves. And one of those that we continue to talk about is Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. where he's going to go. It feels like he's interviewing for almost every open job now. And I think it was even Sean Payton that came out and said, like, if teams want to talk to me, it's going to cost them a first-round pick. If they, want to, if they want to trade, it's going to cost a first-round pick, which I think is fair. That's about what I expected. But I did read other reports that Sean Payton might be wanting around $20 million per year. Do we know how much head coaches like, – is it public information on what coaches are making? I thought Bill Belichick made around twelve. So, yeah, so then that's a huge jump because I didn't think it was 
I didn't know if we had reached over the 15 point, the 15 mark yet. In terms of 15 mark, I mean 15 million, but why do you look that up? I just, I don't I, know if, if we're paying true. coaches $20 million a year, it holy It says Belichick hell. makes 20 a year. Bill Belichick does? Uh-huh. Freaking good for him. Which is $5 million more than the next highest paid coach in Pete Carroll, actually. How much does Andy Reid make? He's not in the top three. Thank God. Also, I don't know how credible. He I don't probably know if I believe it, that. but yeah. With that, though, I mean, if Sean Payton gets twenty million, that's great. Now, in terms of getting the number one, you know, or the first round pick, excuse me, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of these playoffs play out. Well, because Wild I can Bill tell making, you, he's making twenty. I'll tell you right now, if the Dallas Cowboys lose this weekend against the Forty ers McCarthy is fired. Probably. And Sean Payton is hired probably forty eight hours later. Mm-hmm. Top highest paid coaches in the NFL is Belichick at According one. to some NBC Sports. That works perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say I confirmed it with two websites. <laughs> that's good enough for me. In, according to NBC Sports and another website, Belichick is making 20. Pete Carroll's making 15. Wow. Sean McVay is making 14. Mike Tomlin is making 12 and a half. Andy Reid and John Harbaugh are making 12. Those are your highest paid coaches in the NFL. I really like Sean Payton coming in at 20. It's, it's almost one of those things like a quarterback contract. They're like, he's not better than Belichick. But we're kind of going to reset the market. Yeah. Should he be making more than Pete Carroll? If you're going to bring him out of retirement, probably. Mm-hmm. Should he be making more than Sean McVay? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tomlin? Is yet to have a, he needs to raise. Yes. <laughs> I mean, holy hell. <laughs> Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid should look at this contract and just be like, um, we want to redo. Hey, you know, I'm kind of liking a little bit more uh, cheeseburgers here, Andy Reid. He's talking about that up. earlier. So, hey, price yeah. of the eggs went up, boys. I got to have my breakfast. <laughs> right? P.S. I'm on the lookout for some <laughs> Help a guy out. Uh, it, it'll be cool to see what Sean Payton does. And I, I do. I like the move. It's just it's, it's exciting to talk about uh, the potential of it all. And I do think a team will have to give up at least a first. But then, you know, is he going to want any control, GM status, anything like that? I doubt it. But um, it feels like he is interviewing with uh, just about every team. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, we'll see what happens. And then another one, Bill O'Brien interviewing for the New England offensive coordinator job. I A lot of people don't like the Patriots. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Bill O'Brien. I love that. I was going to say, I think that's a perfect fit. I'm surprised that we've not pieced that together on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, going back to where he really got a start. And yeah. New England just desperately needing an, a true offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien, I guess, maybe trying to get away from the – Nick Saban, Alabama thing. And getting back to the NFL, where it feels like that's where he always wanted to be, where he didn't really want to be at the college level, but kind of worked got worked that way. And so, the other thing, too, about Bill O'Brien, I had to cut you off there, the dude can coach a football team. He can call plays. He was winning yeah, in the Houston. Fact that somebody decided to let him be the GM as well. Yeah, like that was your red flags everywhere. And now Houston's just hiring coaches and firing coaches left and right. Maybe there's a Bill O'Brien curse now in Houston. Because ever since he left, it has not been good. Yeah. Is there a Bob curse in Houston? Maybe so. And like you mentioned it earlier, too, uh, Byron Leftwich fired today after, you know, last year around this time, I believe. We thought he might be the head coach. Or I guess Mm -hmm. it was just last offseason because it was a little bit of a different time period. But he could have been a head coach in the NFL. And. Eric Bieniemy, you want to go to Tampa? <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off at once more, but <laughs> please, God, go somewhere. <laughs> there are ten offensive coordinator openings. If you can't land one of those, you're fired. Five like, head coach openings. I don't think he's going to get one. No, but he, a lateral move doesn't seem like a bad idea. A lateral move for Eric Bieniemy still, to me, seems like a move up. Like you've got to get rid of. You've got to get away from Andy Reid. I know we've mm-hmm. said it a lot, but I still feel like he's got to get away from Andy Reid. If anybody's going to take him serious as an offensive coordinator. Yep. And maybe taking one of these other jobs would do it. I, I don't think that he's going to get a head coaching job. I, I do still think that he gets kind of interviewed for these things because he's black. He's been in the yeah. league for a really long time. And honestly, people might just want to pick his brain and be like, what are you doing with that offense? 
what's up, what's up there? I just go, hey, Pat, what are we thinking? And he just gives me the make a play call, and then yeah. Andy makes a call. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like really happens. Yeah, and we'll see what happens with Byron Leftwich, too. He is a guy that I really like. I, I loved him back in his college days. I thought he was going to get the Jaguars head coaching job last year. <laughs> if you remember, there were a lot of people that were saying like it was a done deal. I don't remember that. Yeah, that he was going to go back to Jacksonville. And there were some like Jacksonville reporters saying it was final. Like they're talking contract. They're figuring it out. But he's set. He's going. Never happened. But I do root, root for Byron Leftwich. Yeah. And, oh, Byron Leftwich. Excuse me. I was thinking Bill O'Brien still. Yes. Yeah, Byron, Byron Leftwich to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yep, I do remember that. And so maybe he will get another shot to be an OC somewhere. He did fine. He's got a 45-year-old quarterback. In <laughs> yeah. running backs, one's a rookie, and the other one in Lenny only likes to show up for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's the like, offensive line felt like they were kind of banged up this year, too. Oh, right from the start. Like, so, your right guard, I think it was retired out of nowhere. It's in my mind. Mm-hmm. Jensen gets started. injured right in the beginning of training camp, comes back this last playoff game. Mm-hmm. You know, Worfs goes down with an injury as well, so that didn't help you out. Left tackle, your, what, third-year player. Right. So it's just, yeah, it was, it was not a winning Sees like it was just it was set up very difficult for the Buccaneers to be winning a winning mm-hmm. team this year, and I don't know. I yeah. feel bad for Byron Leftwich. He was fired. Understand? Yeah, that firing. I it also might just be um, their head coach's name slipped on my mind. Excuse yeah. me. Um, is just he wants his own staff. Maybe I mean he got hired maybe. late last year, right? Very like, late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bruce Arians was just kind of like, hey, I'm I'm kind of Vance Joseph is the name. Yeah, it was just kind of like, hey, I'm going to retire. I'm, I think I'm done. And it was like, well, okay, defense coordinator gets a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Tampa too. A, a lot, a lot could. I mean, they could be bottom feeders again. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> just that start ride. Kyle Trask. See what happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Blaine I saw Gallup someone season. tweet uh, after Tom Brady's you know last Super Bowl parade there on the boats where he threw the Lombardi from one uh, mm-hmm. boat to the next. It was like that would have been the last time anybody saw me. And then he's got to be carried out by the, by Blaine Gabber because he's yeah. so drunk. And it was like. You know, that would have been a perfect note for Tom Brady to just leave on and then go sign a massive contract to do TV. And still be married. And still be married happily. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want that. But and if the rumors are out there on who his girlfriend is, it's true. Who? That man stays winning. Who is this? Particular? I don't even know who she is. But <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I haven't seen any. boy, Tom, if you moved on from Giselle to her. Firecracker. I'm gonna have to look this up. Apparently, it's a thing. I don't. I just keep seeing the rumors out there, like Tom Brady possible girlfriend. <laughs> There's this model never gone to a football game. All of a sudden, she's there wearing a Tom Brady jersey, saying thanks for letting me come to the game. <laughs> Questionable. Also, yeah, I, good for you, Tom. Veronica, something. Uh, another thing people are wanting to know: rumors out there. Uh, did Tom Brady get the fat sucked out of his face? Because <laughs> he's got like no cheeks. The dude's just straight jawline and cheekbone. In his, in his post-game conference. Now, part of that's probably because he just got done playing football, but... <laughs> I don't know. The girlfriend potential there, she looks good. Yeah. Well, just the stuff I kind of see scrolling on social media sometimes, it makes me wonder, like... Did conspiracy Tom Brady get the fat sucked out of his face? <laughs> there's, not- a, there's a medical term for it that I do not know how to pronounce, but I was like, that's what that means? I, I'm just going to look up what exactly yeah. what you said. Already gets fast. There's, like a lot of, there's a lot out there. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe he's just still on that Tampa or the Tom TV Brady diet. 12, yeah. yeah TV 12 diet. Avocado ice cream. Uh, other things happening. They announced a couple teams that are going to be hosting international games. So they're going to lose a home game. This one affects us specifically mm. the Bills, Titans, Jaguars, Patriots, and Kansas City Chiefs all losing a home game in 2023 to play international games. I've never had a problem with international games until today. <laughs> never. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. Expand the yeah, whatever the platform. Today I was pissed off. Yeah, because there's a weekend I possibly don't get to go to a freaking game. Now here's the other thing: how cheap is it to get to Germany? Probably not very. Hey, is that a possibly what's the possibility on that? Because if I get an opportunity to go to Germany and then also watch a football game, yeah, I might see if I can make that work. Mm-hmm. But I also have a feeling everything's probably going to be overpriced and expensive. I don't know what it costs to go to Germany anyways. Okay, flying to Munich. Is that where they play? I'm assuming. I don't know any other cities in Germany. $1,600. Besides Berlin. Is Berlin that? Mm-hmm. Berlin is there. Well, no, I meant like, is that where they're playing? But I have no idea. Munich sounds right, though. What would you say? How much is it? 
$1,600. Yeah, I'm not paying for that flight. To fly there. <laughs> no. That's what season tickets cost. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing both. No. Unless all of a sudden I get a massive <laughs> I was gonna say, double uh, my salary I'm type of job, which I here, don't but... <laughs> see happening anytime soon. Just sign a contract. <laughs> it, it, I get it. It is. It's cool that they do this thing, and they allow different people to watch the game. And expanding yeah. to Germany, I think, was cool too. And Germany it never bothered me until well. today. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to take away a, a, a home game in Arrowhead and Buffalo. What time of the year is this? Like a December game. If this is like an end of the year game where it's like four degrees I think outside, they try to do it in the middle of the season. Damn it! Now that pisses me off. Not on board for that. No, yeah, you need to do that at the end of the year. Just let it be like, okay, hey, instead of freezing your ass off in Kansas City this weekend, boys, which is the second week of December every year. Oh yeah. Let's just go ahead and ship that one on over to Germany. Yeah, I. This and not to give them a your, shitty game, yeah. just a shitty weather game here. For us. Like, yes. Yeah, so you can get rid of it and it'll uh, mm-hmm. be an option for you. Yep. Yeah. Because that's I, how it was this last year. The Christmas Eve game was freezing, freezing tits. <laughs> it, it could be a situation where potential neutral site, AFC Championship, put it in Germany. No one's talking about that. Maybe. <laughs> I, I would be pissed. <laughs> it. it it is cool. I've always liked it and thought it was an interesting thing until today when the Chiefs <laughs> got pretty much told that they're going to be in Germany. This is stupid. Uh-huh. Why would you do that? Yeah, like, of course you put the Jaguars over there. Duh. Nobody cares about that. Yeah, they're the London Jaguars. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to move. I mean, the Bills and the Chiefs are the two for me that really stick out. Like You're moving two of the best teams in the NFL. But that is probably exactly what the NFL is thinking. Like, hey, we are going to actually showcase some of our talent. Yeah, send the freaking Giants over there. Have they played an overseas game yet? No, because we want the New York market. Well, F them. Send the Cowboys over there. I don't don't know if the Cowboys have either. Surely. I don't think they have. I don't know. The Cowboys ain't losing a home game. I'll fucking tell you that. (laughs) No, you got to fill those stands in Dallas. Uh, We do have a lot of playoff games this weekend, though, uh, as we get into the, what are we in, the divisional round now? Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it feels it's an exciting weekend here. Let me go ahead and bump up the energy a little bit. Uh, I'm freaking pumped for this weekend. I think there's a lot of fun games. But at the same time, I'll tell you what. I've had a little ick feeling in my stomach all week about this matchup between Jacksonville and Kansas City. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Trevor Lawrence having a great game. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes shits, shits his pants and there's no more pants and he can't play because of that. I don't know what happens, but I have just an ick feeling because of it. If we come on Sunday... And I'm just not here. It's because I'm sad. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has never lost a football game on a Saturday. Chiefs Jaguars play kind of plays into it. The over or sorry, the spread on this one is eight and a half, favoring the Chiefs. <laughs> I hate to feed into this. I am not concerned about this game at all. That's what worries me. <laughs> I know <laughs> nobody, nobody is talking like about game. this game exactly. And it's a divisional round coming off the bye trap game. And everyone's like, oh, Andy Reid's coming off a bye. He'll be fine. You're playing Doug Peterson. Doug mm-hmm. Peterson, also pretty good coming off the bye. It's like, it's just, you sit here and you look at Jacksonville, and they've been hot. Like, they find ways to win football games. Mm-hmm. Is it pretty? No. Are you down 20 some points heading into halftime? Absolutely. You come back and win, though. I'm going to say that Kansas City wins this game, but it is closer than people. Would expect. Yeah. Like, like, I think the Jaguars will cover the eight and a half. I think this game is close going into halftime, and Kansas City comes out firing in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, they get after Trevor Lawrence and he creates a turnover, and Kansas City is able to score. That's my prediction. But I say that, and it's just like, I don't know if I believe it because I'm worried. It, it kind of sounds like you want to pick the Jaguars to win. Like, you might be a little bit afraid. I am, and I don't know why, but I am. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be, but that's what worries me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And for me, what worries me is my confidence of there's absolutely no way that Jaguars win this game in Arrowhead. Yeah, it's like Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's why you play the football games. This is also like Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, too, in a sense, where... His first, yeah. Yeah, we've really watched him develop into making plays. And if he can do, I'm I'm worried that this is the game he puts it all together and he's flawless. Mm -hmm. And we're like, ooh, 
this is, you know, Clemson level Trevor Lawrence here coming in, not scared of the moment, not shaking up whatsoever, and he's making every single throw Jacksonville needs him to make. Yeah. And it's like, oh, of course it's against yeah. Kansas City. I and can it's see like it too. the curse of the Chiefs is back. And again, a team like the Kansas City Chiefs who have been complacent before, just overlooking yeah. a young team like the Jaguars. But I mean, like you said, it's not a young coach. This is a very good coach who has a Super Bowl. Yeah. Who has coached with Andy Reid. Been in moments like this before. Yeah. So, no, I mean, thanks a lot. Now I'm nervous as well. Uh, next game on Saturday is the Eagles and Giants. And I tell you, I feel the same way about this game as I do the Chiefs game. No way the Giants win this game. <laughs> did you think the Giants were going to win last week or did you go with the Vikings? I don't remember. I thought the Vikings would win. So I did too. And I had a buddy that was talking to me. He's like, dude, Kirk Cousins is a fraud. And I was like, man, I don't yeah, really. So is Daniel Jones. <laughs> I don't know, 300 yards and what, four touchdowns? I don't think he had four, but he had, a, I think, a he rushing touchdown. And 301 yards, though. Like, Daniel Jones came to play last it, week. You know, as I sit here and say, like, there's no way the Giants win this game. There is. There's definitely yeah. a way that they win Any this game. Any given Sunday or Saturday. Jalen Hurts has not been healthy. I mean, he's still banged up. And that's what makes me wonder is because this defensive line from the Giants has been playing well, and they played very well last week against Minnesota, mm-hmm. where, I mean, Dexter Lawrence especially. And like Kayvon Thibodeau, he's not been awful. He hasn't really been much of a factor, but he's relentless. Right. He just never stops, and that's why he was praised so much for coming into the coming into the NFL out of college. It's like, and this is the other thing too about New York is when they go on these Super Bowl runs, they kind of just like it feels like they sneak their way into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they have a defense that's better than everybody realizes, and then they go on a little bit of a run. Yeah. Now they, I'm not necessarily saying, them. yeah, I'm not necessarily saying you know there's the Cincinnati of last year where they go to the Super Bowl. But if things are clicking and everybody's healthy, which they are, it's like you could look at the Giants and go, well, all right, here we go. Yeah. Now I the gauntlet you're going to have to go through, which may be your own division, Philadelphia, of course, this weekend, and possibly Dallas next weekend to the Super Bowl, would be very interesting as well. But the, what the Eagles have? Yeah. On paper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wor- So where I was going with all that, I'm worried that the defensive line of the Giants get after Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. Sack him hard, and he hurts his shoulder again. And then, what do you do with the Eagles? Yeah. Or even, yeah, even if they don't hurt him, I mean, they're just getting after him. They mm-hmm. have the ability to do that. And Daniel Jones, I, I'm not a believer in him, but he did. He played very well last week. And I don't know if I think it was Big Cat or somebody posted a picture, and I didn't know if it was a filter on him or not. But in, the comment was made like, "Whoa, did he just turn into a man this last season? Like this whole season, and get jacked or whatnot?" Because the angle of the picture made it look like his face or had who? like. Filled out tremendously, Daniel Jones. Mm. Like he he looked like a he just looked jacked, and he didn't look like a little kid anymore coming out of Duke. He's just like, oh shit! Like he's, that's he's Daniel one of those Jones. Guys where I I don't think he's good, but I would like to see him be good. Mm-hmm. And he is sneaky athletic. I don't even know if we can call it sneaky athletic. Yeah, there was talks that he could, probably could have gone and played basketball at Duke. That's how yeah, good he is. He's at basketball. great value, Josh Allen. <laughs> he's exactly what he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying great value. Mm-hmm. He's store brand Josh Allen. How That's tall is Daniel Jones? He's got to be like 6'3". I think he's like 6'3", 220. But I mean, he's a little bit athletic. Yeah. He, he's listed at 6'5", 230 pounds. <laughs> I don't believe a second of it. He's 6'5"? There's no way. There's no way. ESPN is on drugs. Dude, you might be onto something with him being great value Josh Allen. If he even turns into a sliver of Josh Allen, look out for the Giants. <laughs> kind of. Well, he's white, so they all look alike. But Dad he kind of looks like him. You know? Yeah. Again. He's a rich version of Josh Allen. And Josh Allen also grew up rich. He's the preppy version of him. Well, that's it. There it is. Of Josh Allen. I I didn't think he was that big. I also can't five, look at Daniel Jones and not immediately think of Eli Manning. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just. Mm-hmm. Just boat shoes wearing, goofy. <laughs> that's him. Discount. Looks like a douchebag, but he's actually one of the nicest guys in the world. Probably so. It, like, is low-key hilarious. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> I'm reading, I'm a I'm a Daniel Jones guy, I guess. I, I also like. Do you get more respect being called Dan? I feel like Daniel's a little kid name. Like we start calling him Dan Jones. Does that put a little bit more respect on his name? You call him Dan, and then you see him run, and you're like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. When you see Daniel Jones run, you're like, mm. yeah, well, still still in high I school. I think I know anybody that goes by Daniel. Yeah, I, I got a buddy I know named a Dan. lot of Dans. Yeah. R.I.P. I don't know any Daniels. Do we start calling him Dan? <laughs> well, Dan Jones. Has he graduated to Dan? If he beats the Eagles this year, he graduates to Dan. Well, did you see this as well? That um, 
Zach Bryan, an artist that we yeah. like, said that if the Eagles win on Saturday, he will drop one of his songs. Early. Hey, I'm a I'm probably one of the biggest Zach Bryan fans I know, besides the guy I'm sitting right across from right now. Bub, you've dropped about three albums this last year. I'm fine. <laughs> like if you if the Eagles lose this weekend, one. I'm okay. He's got another one coming out in like February. It's insane. Like I, I'm not like about to say Zach Bryan fatigue because I just registered to buy tickets <laughs> for concerts. Yeah, I also plural. Yeah, big fan. I don't know how he keeps doing it. I don't need like motherfucker. Go to sleep. Uh huh. Like that's. I really just want to tweet. I'd be like, dude, go to bed. Yeah. Get some help. <laughs> But right. don't because these songs slap and that's all I listen to. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to stop crying. I thought you told me you were done with the tours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then it's yeah. like I get an alert today. Yeah. He's gonna be touring all over the place. If you haven't checked him out. You definitely should. Something in the orange. <laughs> Man, it gets me every time. Here's, here's every time I drive home with the sunrise or the sunset and I see that and I'm like, something in the orange. <laughs> Fuck, here we go. Yeah. All right, let's cry. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's got Walk some in the office like, Austin, you're all right. It's allergies, man. God, I yeah. can't believe it. It's two degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is January allergies. Kick them worst. <laughs> Just wait till you see me in the spring. It's, eyes are swollen shut. Uh, yeah, so if the Eagles win, he will drop a new song, and he's supposed to have a new album come out in, like, February. I can't wait. I didn't know, but I mean, if he drops that shit right before Valentine's Day and it's another sad album, I am hosed. <laughs> I might as well just sit in the shower with a pack with a twelve pack. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to sit in the shower, shower <laughs> yeah. listening to sad songs. Uh, I'm not taking a shower beer. I'm have, taking a shower pack. <laughs> have you heard the new Luke Combs song that's gonna drop? Uh. Uh-uh. It's gonna make some people cry. What song is it? Luke Combs has a new song that's coming out, and it's just like a teaser on. TikTok. Oh, man. It's going to make every single person cry. Freshly single again. Here we or go. if you're, you know, freshly broken up. Yeah. Or it's I'm turning into that three weeks at a time guy. It's really driving me nuts. Three weeks at a time guy. Yeah. You just talk to someone for three weeks and then you move on to the next one. Is that a thing or is that just you? I feel like I've heard someone else say it, so okay. I'm kind of stealing <laughs> I've it. I've never heard that yeah. one before. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Makes sense though. Three weeks. But hey, time. you just you keep swinging until you hit one. You know. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying I'm in a slump. That's not. I'm not looking for a slump <laughs> buster. We're not. We're not saying that. No, no, no. Angles, I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tyler in the chat. You white. You Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's that would be on. a hilarious game to play at the bar. Like Josh, is that you? Ah, oh, damn. Never mind. Sorry, yeah, Dan. White guy. <laughs> Daniel? Dan or Daniel? Oh, sorry. I thought you were the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> but you're not. Um, other games that we have this weekend, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. I'm just going to say it. I'm a little nervous. I am hoping this game is as good as it's being advertised by everybody. It's got to be. Like, I mean, it definitely has to be. And DeMar Hamlin, we all know he's going to make a, an appearance at this football game. Whether he walks out of the tunnel with the team or he's up in the press box. There's going to be an emotional moment tied to it, but I think Cincinnati comes out of this ball game with a victory. Yeah, it's in Buffalo. Yep. I I don't. I think Buffalo's I mean, three Cincinnati, point favorites. Cincinnati won in Kansas City next year. They yeah. can win on the road. Oh, they yeah. Joe Burrow does not give a flying f about where he's playing football at. No, and you know even I'm sitting here thinking I hadn't thought about who I would take in this game. Buffalo's a five and a half point favorite. I think I might be leaning Bengals as well. Mm-hmm. And the reason, you know, it plays a big part into it is Chris Sims talked this week. It's like, hey, Miami kind of outed the Buffalo Bills on some stuff defensively to the Buffalo Bills offense because they were not scared of the receiving weapons of the Buffalo Bills. They were able to do whatever they wanted. Stephon Diggs is pretty much the guy you got to worry about. Dawson Knox may make some plays. Cole Beasley being back in the mix is just everything underneath. And Gabe Davis and Chris, or Chris Sims said this, like, has a good game once a month. And you hear that, and you're like, oh, whatever. And you look at it, it's like, it was nah, Sims, he's about every four to same. five weeks. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have any other targets, right? Mm-hmm. And elaborate. Yeah. And then it was like, playoff game last year, Kansas City had four touchdowns. It's like, well, where the hell did this guy come from? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. I like Gabe Davis. I Sims is probably right, though. Like, yeah. He's, he's a very good football mind. He really knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. He might be right. I kind of take what Chris Sims says days. about football as, like, the gospel. Because even Dawson Knox is really good, but, like, 
What would he be on a different team? Yeah, he's, you, don't, you don't fear Dobbs. The only person you fear on the Bills is literally Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Defensively, Von Miller's not there anymore. You don't have to worry about some, the pass rush. Their linebackers are pretty good. Secondary's pretty good, but there's not like a... Yeah, I know they have they have good players, right? But like you're not worried about them making a difference in terms of getting after your quarterback or, you know, your defense being scared of them. Like yeah, those are the the two players for the Buffalo Bills that are the true game. Mhm. It maybe they sh- I I've, I've thought for years that they needed to get something there at running back for Buffalo. And if they can get a guy like Bijan Robinson. That's terrifying. I'm going to be so happy but in terrifying. <laughs> At the same time. And I, I don't know. I guess that for the Bengals, for DeMar Hamlin, he's been in the building with Buffalo. And I think that the fans will really rally around that. And maybe the players a little bit, too, if he does make some kind of an appearance. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's on the Jumbotron. Maybe it's actually in the stadium. Doesn't it feel a little insensitive to, like, use him as a, a ploy? It's like this little gimmicky thing. of like Especially playing Cincinnati. Hey, yes. rally around this guy. Yeah. It feels kind of shitty. <laughs> but maybe, you know, maybe DeMar Hamlin is like, yeah, I want to do it. Like, let yeah. me do it. And, I mean, it also is a playoffs. Whatever you can use as extra motivation and adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Not that you necessarily need that in the playoffs. And if you do, you should probably like kind of wonder, like, why am I in this moment to begin with? <laughs> right. But, like, any little bit helps, and I'm sure that will in some way, shape, or form. I do think – I hope and I do think that this game lives up to the hype. Because yeah. even going into that last game, the game that got canceled. Mm-hmm. I, I was so excited to see this. Game. Like, Joe Burrow didn't look rattled. He was making great throws. Mm-hmm. You know, the touchdown that they did score was like, oh boy, like just sat right there in the pocket and delivered a strike. Yeah, Jamar Chase being back. Uh huh. And, and it looks like he's you know, fully healthy after being banged up a lot of this season. I think I'm going to take the Bengals in this one. And if, let's say Kansas City beats Jacksonville this weekend and Cincinnati beats Buffalo. Is that game played in Kansas City, or is it also at a neutral site? Yep, the only one that would be a neutral site game is Buffalo and Kansas City. Which is kind of shitty to Cincinnati, because if they win that game, mm-hmm. like, I guess they weren't getting the one seed anyways. No, but. Kansas City would have ended up with the one seed yeah. still. So it is, it's a weird situation still, and it's going to be weird. <laughs> Even now, like now that you mention it, this kind of makes me root for the Bengals. Yeah. Because now... Championship in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, again, Patrick Mahomes gets redemption. Uh-huh. And I guarantee you he doesn't talk to Eric Bieniemy the entire fucking game. <laughs> like he does now. He doesn't talk to him. Imagine this, though. The Bengals win, beat the Bills, which is very possible, maybe even mm-hmm. likely. And the Jaguars find a way to win that game. Now let's flashback five years ago. And I told you Jacksonville and Cincinnati would be playing in an AFC championship game. No one would buy it. Oh, yeah. I'd bet you a million dollars on something that never happens. Even after Joe Burrow got drafted, myself and you know, a lot of other people questioned if they could ever be good. Even after they went to the Super Bowl this last year, it's like everything fell into place perfectly for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's <laughs> this year say. you just kind of you had a target on your back and you still found yourself here. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but Cincinnati is they're in the top tier of teams in the NFL. I think it's the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals. I agree. Maybe the Eagles could be in that next tier as a, as a really good team, but I just I the Forty ers have to be up there. It doesn't yeah, matter who their I'd freaking the quarterback is; the they're good. Tier. Just it, because the question mark at quarterback. You know, honestly, great. The Forty ers might be the best team in the NFL right now. I had a buddy tell me that I mean, yesterday, the hottest team and it's sure. like it's hard to argue with that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Brock Purdy's their starting quarterback. <sighs> so let's say Trey Lance a, was healthy and he is the difference maker. I would fear the the San Francisco Forty ers Yeah. Here's to tell the truth. Was I believe it was last episode. I talked about Nick Bosa mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. My phone heard every second. I've had so much Nick Bosa on my phone mm-hmm. the last couple days. It's been annoying. It's been embarrassing. I've had both Bosa brothers. <laughs> like just scrolling through TikTok or yeah. Instagram. At first, it's like, oh, that's funny. Like, yeah, we talked about him. Now, and I don't mean like football content. I don't mean like I'm seeing highlight videos of Dick Bosa from like Sports Center. Yeah. I mean the TikToks are like of girls being like, "Look how hot this man is." Like my boyfriend oh, didn't tell me that. Thank God I haven't like gotten those. I also have That's been what mine is. They're like thirst trap Nick Bosa is all over my telephone. Instagram reels have really reeled me in more than TikTok has. Like I'll just be scrolling on Instagram and it's like I'm on reels. I was just scrolling through the normal page. Well, it's because you click on one like to watch it. 
Yeah, and you don't realize it's real necessarily. Yeah, and it'll get you. So that's what I'm. That's the content I'm consuming right now. And Instagram needs to clean it up. All right, clean it up. Yes, I am. I don't know. I don't go looking for it. I ain't searching it. I don't even like. I scroll past them on, so it's not in my algorithm. I am tired of looking down at my phone at work when I'm possibly on Instagram, and it's like. Why are their titties bouncing on my face? It like, is this, is, this is inappropriate. Like, I, I'm not looking for this, not even thinking of this. It's 12 o'clock. Why? It's not lunch hour. And I I'm not doing it. Like, and I know it's like, ooh, it goes with your shirt titchery and stuff. I don't, like, I'm not looking that up. Mm-hmm. I'm slowing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, for me, it's just, and I've said his name a million times, so I'm not going to. It's him walking around like a crop top and shorts on. <laughs> Dude's got it Thanks figured. Thanks nothing. He's got it and he knows it. I know what I said, but I don't need to see it all the time. <laughs> I don't need to constantly be reminded of how great yeah, he is. It was my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't need it confirmed. <laughs> For those of you that maybe didn't listen to the last episode, Nick Bosa is the hottest guy in the NFL. And I don't mean production-wise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if I Matt came that, after me and was just like, "Why didn't you say Travis Kelsey?" I feel like he could be better. Like, he's not very toned. Like I feel like Travis Kelsey is one of those guys where every girl's like, "Man, so attractive." It's like I see it, I get it, but it's like you could be better. I don't. It's, why? Why do we do this? I don't find Travis Kelsey attractive. <laughs> I don't either. Nah, just kidding. He's a good-looking dude. I get it. I don't it. think he is. Oh man, I think he's probably very. When he had his when he had his hair grown out, I think was just okay. like peak Travis Kelsey. The buzz cut, I don't get it. I, I maybe I should that. because I am. And it's like mm-hmm. I should be rooting for a look like that to be like, yes, girls are liking this. I, just shave it all, then Travis. Help a, help a brother out, please. <laughs> like that dude's girlfriend, like his last girlfriend, Caleb. <sighs> Dude's killing it. I still Tyler put it. it in the chat. One episode of this is funny. Two episodes of this is sus. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I'm to reevaluate some things. I thought I was making some life changes too. I don't know. Quarter life. We're not going to go down this road again, but <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of the 49ers, yeah, they do play football still, and yep. they are a very good team, and they are playing the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. The NFL has to be very happy about that matchup too. These oh, Sunday yeah. matchups: Bengals, Bills. Cowboys, Niners. Those are perfect. Like, I know there's a lot about, like, mm-hmm. oh, the NFL might be rigged. Those are two great matchups that you want to see. And they did put both of them on a Sunday. Which I wish they would have just put them both as, like, a night game. The times are weird. Like, why is Cincinnati Buffalo not Saturday night and then Kansas City Jacksonville Sunday afternoon? Yeah, and even the games on Sunday, like, eh, it starts at 2. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> and then the next game starts at 5.30. What else is going on? I, I am not watching up. NBA. I tell you that. Nope, no one is not yet. Well, some I've I've been reading a lot about the NBA, and we do have a basketball <laughs> game on, but like we're not talking about it. No, no, not yet. Um, I'm excited about this because the, from my childhood, the Cowboys and the 49ers were like a huge rivalry, and you knew one of them was going to win or play in the Super Bowl. And now, 49ers very hot. And the Cowboys coming off probably their best win all year. Yeah. They, eh, see what happens with the kicker, but. They looked. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he didn't get the code back into the building this week. <laughs> he got fired. Surprisingly, he, no, knew, he, <laughs> he knew he was fired. <laughs> and, or he's going to be if he doesn't make kicks this weekend. Yeah, they added a kicker to the practice. And spot. the reason I kind of hesitate about Dallas with the big win is because Tampa's not been good all year. We talked about him mm-hmm. earlier. Tom Brady's older. Every, they're dealing with all these injuries, both sides of the football. Mm-hmm. A little different in terms of head coach as well. What's that message being sent? Tom Brady's distracted with things off the field. Missed a huge chunk of the offseason being away from the team due to personal issues. Even in, you know, even coming into the season as well, there was question marks of like, okay, is Tom Brady really that focused? You come into this point, and we all bet on Tom Brady instead of the Tampa Buccaneers. And Dallas took full advantage of everything. Now, Dak looked phenomenal as well. Made plays, made throws, looked good. Defense made some plays as well against Tom Brady. He had his first red zone interception in a playoff game, which is huge. But at the same time, it's like, I think they come and play San Francisco and they get exposed. They might. And because of how hand, good San Francisco's defense I think Brock is. Brock Purdy could you say the same thing. Like, oh, he's finally yeah. going to get exposed now that we're in the playoffs. Maybe it does. I, I think the 49ers win this game. 
but I do think it's going to be a close game. The spread is four points, which is the closest game that we've looked at so far, I think. Yeah. But I do think the 49ers do win this game. But I think it's very, very close. Like, this game is closer than the Bengals-Bills game. What's the spread on it? Bengals-Bills was four. It was five and a half, and this game's straight up four. <laughs> which feels a little bit surprising, because I am with you. I don't know how good the Cowboys are. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. I, I think I've talked about it here before. Boy, we've had a long episode today. Oh, no, we haven't. We started at 6.30, so about an hour in. Okay. I think I've talked about it here, but I'm not sure. The the trend that the Cowboys have had this year where they, they win two games, they lose. They win four games, they lose. They win two games. Da, da, da. You know, they go back and forth here. I think Street. they end the season, yes, with winning two games and then a loss coming into the playoffs. And it's like now they're set to win four, and it's like, huh. So you're taking the 49ers as well? Yeah, I am taking the 49ers to win. But I wonder what kind of trend there. it would have to take for McCarthy to get fired. This one. Like, like how bad though? Like, do they have to get blown out? Can they? Lose I don't a think close it matters. Game? With the, with Sean Payton just sitting there looming, just even if it's a like it's a close loss, you know, like I think a close loss is worse than a blowout for him. If you get Maybe. blown out, you know you're yeah. fired. But if you in the game like due to missed clock management or mm-hmm. you know you call a timeout situation or you have a bad play call on like a fourth we're down, just missing he's the one fired. Like we're so close, mm-hmm. but we're just missing a little bit. Like we got to do something. We got to shake. Jerry up. Jones is right there. Sean Payton, are you there, bub? <laughs> Yeah. I got 25 probably going to be in the box, in the stadium somewhere, watching. <laughs> in a disguise. Yeah, just seeing what happens. But a very exciting weekend of NFL matchups. We'll, we'll break it all down when we come back at it on Sunday. Um, I, I hope that our team is still in there. I hope that we can still have Bengals, Bills versus Chiefs. I don't care which one. That's what I'm rooting for this weekend. Yeah. And my official picks, I'm going Kansas City Chiefs. I think they win. But – that's maybe the game I'm most nervous about. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. I think the Eagles win. I think the Bengals win. I think the 49ers win. So only one underdog winner, and it's, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, and I think mine are going to be the exact same. But I'm rooting for the Giants to beat the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's one of those games where I'll have to wait until it starts to really yeah. find out who I'm rooting for. I think it will be the Eagles. Because maybe a little bit because of Zach Bryan, and I just like the Eagles, but we'll see. I, I could find myself rooting for some of these upsets, even like the 49ers and Cowboys game. I pick the 49ers. I think I'll cheer for the Cowboys. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't like the 49ers. Just that little brother. That little brother is yep. still in you. I was a <laughs> I was a Cowboys fan in the mid 90s. Yeah, and I think that's going to come back out. Fun fact, uh, Deion Sanders won back-to-back Super Bowls, one with the Cowboys, one with the Niners. Mm. I'll be honest with you, didn't realize that until about two days ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew he had two Super Bowls, but I didn't realize it was back-to-back years with uh, the Cowboys and then the Niners. I am getting Deion Sanders fatigue. I'm loving every bit of it. Are you? I'm buying into Colorado. I'm, I've followed Colorado on everything just because I, I want to see the videos. I don't like the tight end coach's little stand-up, sit-down, stand-tall type of deal. I don't know see, if you I saw didn't that even clip watch out. That. I saw it on Instagram. Didn't even watch it. Um, and then just some of the other stuff. I, I saw uh, early Heisman stuff for next year, and they put the Sanders kid, the quarterback, in there. The son, yeah. It's like, what are we doing? He's, he's transferring up. He's never played at this level before. And we're going to make him a top five Heisman guy. I was going to say, was he, will, but was he recruited to go play at a high level and then so. went to Jackson State with his dad? Or? I should, should have looked before, but I don't yeah. think so. I don't have any idea. That's why I asked. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I don't know. But it just, it, even like some of the stuff, I saw they released their schedule. And they're like, how many games is Colorado going to win? I just don't know that they're going to be that good. But you know what? I didn't think they were going to be that good when Dion went to Jackson State. Yeah. I thought he was going to struggle, and he didn't. So I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens there. And we'll see what happens with all these playoff games, too. A very exciting weekend. That's it for us, though. Uh, we'll be back at it again on Sunday, breaking down the playoff games. And maybe we'll actually get to that mock draft that planned on talking about. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Uh, we went long on the NFL, but that's okay. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us, Big Country. And I back at it again on Sunday. We'll talk to you all.